Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. are feeling about plan changes to Virginia's curriculum. I'm Shana Stulen. D.C.'s Attorney General files another civil suit against the Washington Commanders. We'll tell you why. It was a down day on Wall Street. Good morning. Welcome to WTOP, where the time now is 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. The snow is coming down in upstate New York. WIVB-TV's Tara Lynch has the latest with Chickawaga, east of Buffalo. These are big flakes, but it's also wet, heavy snow. It is sticking to walls here, and it is not moving. So when you have snow like this, that means it's going to be heavy, wet tomorrow morning when you go to shovel or snowplow or snowblow. So uh, be careful. That snowstorm has prompted the NFL to relocate Sunday's Buffalo Bills home game against the Cleveland Browns to Detroit. Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean. You always would rather play it at home, keep your routine um, here. That's that's always the first preference. Um, but you nailed it with, um, you know, the local officials and the safety you know, of our community, you know, kind of wins out on a football game. The switch means the Bills will play back-to-back games in Detroit. They're scheduled to play the Lions on Thanksgiving. After 20 years, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is stepping down from her leadership post. CBS's Scott McFarlane has the details. The current Democratic leadership, all in their 80s, are now making room for a new generation of leaders, potentially including Hakeem Jeffries of New York City, who could become the first African-American party leader in congressional history. It's always good for a party to have new blood and, and, and new invigoration. They'll have to contend with a Republican majority, which plans to aggressively investigate the Biden administration, including what they see as a politicized Justice Department, as well as the president's family. Former Trump Organization Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg back in court Thursday in his tax fraud case. CBS News criminal justice reporter Graham Cates is following. He has already entered a guilty plea in the case, and as part of the plea arrangement, agreed to testify And if he testifies to the satisfaction of the prosecution and judge, is expected to receive five months in jail. With Thanksgiving fast approaching, some families are turning to food pantries for their holiday meal. Brenda Russell is the executive director of God's Food Pantry in Kentucky. Meat going up 25% for us. And specifically, it's adding about $10,000 to our holiday um, meal ticket to be able to do those meals for our families. The pantry expects to feed 2,000 people next week. In Mississippi, the Jackson City Council has approved a temporary agreement with the EPA to find a long-term solution to the city's ongoing water crisis. The onus is on us to, to get straight with them because of our violations of the Safe Drinking Water Act over the past year or so. And uh, we needed to come together with them and find a solution that was satisfied to them and satisfactory to the city of Jackson. Ashby Foote is the president of the city council. This is CBS News. Don't miss the world's largest modeling simulation and training conference, ITSEC, from November 26th to December 2nd in Orlando, Florida. Join leaders and innovators from military, government, industry, and academia from the training, education, and simulation community for the content-rich professional development sessions. Explore the ITSEC Exhibit Hall featuring hundreds of exhibitors with leading-edge modeling, simulation, and training technologies. Register today at ITSEC.org. That's I-I-T-S-E-C dot org. WTOP at 103. Good Friday morning, November 18th, 2022. Fair, cold this overnight early morning. Less windy, though. Low in the 20s and 30s in parts of the region this morning. We are at 32 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. And Dean Lane, we do indeed. Thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride on Friday morning. We begin this morning 
With local information concerning that condo building explosion this week in Gaithersburg that injured more than a dozen happened on Wednesday. It has also claimed at least one life, we now know this morning. With the recovery of a body from the rubble this week on Thursday, investigators say this hour the Potomac Oaks condominiums may be a crime scene. Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones says there is still an incredibly large amount of evidence they're searching for. But well, we have some information that will at least lend us the belief that we need to look at this preliminarily as a criminal act. He would not elaborate on what that evidence may be, but they can't start looking for it yet because there are still parts of the building to be searched. County Fire and Rescue Chief Scott Goldstein. Parts of the building that we need to still remove debris and work to verify that there are no other unaccounted for occupants found in the building. The body was taken to the state medical examiner in Baltimore for identification. Reporting from Gaithersburg, Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. I'm John Doman in Gaithersburg, and Michelle Conklin-Cassell was too when an explosion destroyed condos feet away from hers. And it felt like a wave of energy penetrated through the bedroom. She lives in building 824, which is still standing, while nearby buildings 826 and 828 are not. Every one of us is just one catastrophe away from being homeless. Early indications are the fire didn't get to her unit, and the building is still structurally sound. Those fire chiefs got Goldstein notes. It's also connected to one that isn't, and we're trying to stabilize it. As things go, 24 may be more impacted. 24 may become a longer-term displacement issue. In Gaithersburg, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 105, D.C.'s Attorney General suing the Washington Commanders again. Carl Racy now alleges that the team implemented an illegal scheme to cheat D.C. season ticket holders out of their deposits and use the money for its own purposes. The AG's second civil suit against the team, the first suit filed last week, alleges that the Commanders owner, Dan Snyder, the National Football League, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell all colluded to deceive fans about an investigation into the team's workplace culture. The commanders responded to the new suit in a statement this week that says, quote, an extensive review of the team's accounts found no evidence that the team intentionally withheld security deposits that should have been returned to customers or that the team improperly converted any unclaimed deposits to revenue. Stay tuned. WTOP News Time, now 106. Some Virginians are pushing back this week against Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed curriculum change to history and social studies in the school system. They're voicing their criticism of those new standards, doing so during a public hearing. I'm here to urge you to vote no on first review of this new draft. Parents, teachers, and others at this Board of Education meeting say these new standards glaringly omit and overgeneralize content, especially those involving marginalized groups. Are we mandating that our teachers tell our students that we're a racist country? No. Republican delegate Glenn Davis, head of the House Education Committee, tells WTOP it does teach students about the country's painful past and includes lessons such as on the KKK and Supreme Court cases that enshrined white supremacy that weren't included in standards proposed by the previous Democratic governor. There will be additional public hearings in December and January. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. WTOP at 107, traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. Heating your home this winter is probably going to cost a lot more than last winter. And one of the first places heat escapes from is your roof. Hi, it's Chris Core. Call Roofmaster so they can make sure your roof is up to protecting your home from the cold. If there are cracks or holes where your roofing material has been worn away, warm air can seep out. Roofmasters will check for missing and damaged shingles or a leak in your attic. And if you have damage from weather, Roofmasters will even work with 
with your insurance company. Why do I recommend Roofmasters? Well, because I've used them myself. They're honest. They'll never try to upsell you like so many other roofing companies do. They always advise that whenever you need any roofing work done, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. Roofmasters, 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF. Online at Roofmasters.com. Remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. The first ever woman speaker of the house steps aside, so to speak. We'll explain. Coming right up on WTOP. Good Friday morning. It's 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Not if you're sitting in a lot of this traffic, it's not, Dino. We're going to start on the Virginia Beltway. Outer Loop still at a standstill before or after Route 7 Leesburg. By actually, the, the delay begins now near 123 coming through Tyson's trying to get toward I-66. This is overhead sign work in relation to the all the new fancy lanes that they're going to be opening in the next few days on I-66. So the, the stuff on the Beltway, this is overhead sign work and they don't want you underneath it while they're working. When traffic does move, I think it's a right lane getting by, but when it, times like now, you're just not moving at all, and you may want to think of a plan B to get from the area of the Legion Bridge and McLean to the area around Merrifield so you can get onto I-66 westbound, but that's its own adventure. Interloop work is going to be before 123. That's a right lane to get by, but with very little fanfare. On 66 itself, we will start westbound. With the work zone near the Fairfax County Parkway, a left lane should be getting by. And then we have crash activity right in the work zone. Follow police direction to get around. Expect delays westbound on 66. We've had stoppages through this one as well. And then the westbound ramp to go south on 28 through Centerville. That is blocked. Exit 53. Northbound 28. The ramp to go east on 66 is blocked. But we will continue onward on 66 eastbound near Route 50. Exit 57. It's a left lane blocked by the work. And then the long ride from 123 past Nutley Street and to a point beyond the Capitol Beltway. Eastbound 66 is down to a single right lane. In Maryland, quickly on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway, the ramp to go north on I-95. Left lane gets by the work. Johns Hopkins Cancer Care in the greater Washington area with renowned cancer experts in our community, including at Sibley and Suburban Hospitals. Find out more at HopkinsCancerDC.org. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold start for you. Temperatures in the 20s and low 30s, and that's going to be the case uh, right on through the next couple of hours, at least as far as the wind chill is concerned, 20s and low 30s. During the afternoon, though, some sunshine, breezy conditions, high temperatures in the mid to upper 40s, so wind chills will be in the upper 30s to low 40s during the day. On Saturday, Less wind chill, but still a cold day. Temperatures around 45. That's it for the city. Cooler to the suburbs on Sunday. A high of 39. Wind chills in the 20s all day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now we are looking at 36 degrees in Roslyn as well. Farragut Square this morning. 3 degrees cooler, 33 in Laurel. We are looking at 32 degrees in our nation's capital. This morning, tomorrow, Friday morning, November 18th, this check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. It's 111. Glad you're with us. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. 
Marlowe Furniture's historic Black Friday sale starts now. Hurry in for incredible Marlowe doorbusters store-wide. Sofas, your choice, $5.99. Queen beds, your choice, $3.99. Power reclining sofas, your choice, $9.99. All with five-piece dining set, $7.99. Thousands of items in stock and ready for immediate delivery. Plus, special no-interest financing is available. There's no waiting, just saving right now. The historic Black Friday sale starts now at Marlowe Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. This is WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 112. Good morning. A massive change coming to Capitol Hill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is stepping away from her congressional leadership role, ending two decades as the top House Democrats. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. From the House floor, Pelosi said this week she will remain a member of Congress and serve out the term to which she was just elected. And minutes after she announced her plans, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland also announced officially he will not seek a leadership role but would stay in Congress. This morning, CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent and host of the Takeout podcast, Major Garrett, on the uniquely historic nature of Pelosi's tenure in Congress and what this will mean for the future of the party. Nancy Pelosi will go down in American history for her era as the most creative, the most powerful, and the most adept politician of her era in the House, period, end of sentence. She has no competitors in that regard. She entered the House of Representatives when there were very few women in either party, Republican or Democrat. She served on committees, crafted legislation, then got into the House leadership and made her way to the ultimate goal, speakership, not once but twice. And it's going to be fascinating to watch her return to the sort of broad membership of the Democratic caucus. I mean, just think about it. Whoever becomes the next leader of the Democrats in the House uh, and uh, minority whip will be obviously vectoring off the advice that former Speaker Pelosi gives. And there's going to be a tremendous need for tactical and procedural advice for Democrats. Why? Because the House Republican majority will be so narrow, meaning every vote will be a cliffhanger. Because when you have a one or two or three seat majority, every vote hangs on the complete unity of your side to impose your will, as you do in the House of Representatives. And if you can't, or if there's one or two defections, the Democratic opposition in this case has to be ready to pounce. Former Speaker Pelosi, now backbencher, quote-unquote, of the Democratic caucus, will be there to explain just how the opposition can pounce. You know, it's so interesting to see the Republican response to her decision. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is say, saying saying something like the Republicans are basically kicking her out, you know, n- no love lost there. And then there was a quote in a Washington Post piece from Newt Gingrich who called her basically the most effective House Speaker of all times, which I thought was rather notable. Newt Gingrich understands many things, and one of the things he understands is the difficulty of that job, how important it is to maintain cohesion and operational cohesion of a restive and multi-ideological conference or caucus. Democrats call it caucus. Republicans call it a conference. Newt Gingrich was only able to do that for four years. Nancy Pelosi was able to do that much longer. And yes, Democrats have a unified general direction and ideology, but there's lots of disagreements, regional and otherwise. And she was always able to harness them on the most important votes to press the most important Democratic priorities forward. And legislatively, things have to begin in the House. Occasionally, on rare occasions, they'll begin in the Senate, but mostly they begin in the House. So if it fails there, it has no chance of ever becoming law. And Speaker Pelosi is responsible for more 
significant pieces of Democratic legislation over the last 15 years than anyone in Washington. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett talking there with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115 Friday morning in Frankie's turn this morning. Capitals dig themselves too big of a hole. Hey, they got out of it and tied things up at 4-4, but lose in a shootout at the St. Louis Blues. As uh, it was 3-0 in the first period, then goals from Alexander Ovechkin, two goals from John Carlson, Connor Sheary tied it up at 4-4. They go to the shootout. And they lose, so the Blues get the victory at home over the Capitals. Thursday night football, it was the Titans knocking off the Green Bay Packers. Derrick Henry rushed and threw for a touchdown for the Titans. NFL is going to be moving the Browns-Bills game out of Buffalo because of an expected bad snowstorm and playing Detroit this Sunday at 1 o'clock. So the Bills will actually play two straight games in Detroit against the Browns, then on Thanksgiving Day against the Lions. Commanders, another day of preparation as they get ready for the Houston Texans Sunday at 1 o'clock. Commanders could have defensive end Chase Young back for the game, but if he does return, Coach Ron Rivera says it'll be on a limited basis. Men's College Basketball, Virginia Tech over Old Dominion 75-71. MVPs doled out for baseball. Yankees is Aaron Judge, AL MVP. St. Louis Cardinals slugger Paul Goldschmidt, NL MVP. I'm Frank Handrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 117 on WTOP Friday morning. Look the top stories we're following for you this morning of our Friday. There are two important developments to tell you about this morning in the site of the Gaithersburg condo building explosion. A body has apparently been found in the rubble, and Montgomery County's police chief now says a criminal investigation is being launched. The chief says he's not 100% sure a crime was, in fact, committed, but he says they've seen some evidence that makes them suspicious. Stay tuned. Big change coming to the top of the Democratic Party. We've been telling you about this morning and its ranks in the U.S. House. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland are both stepping away from their leadership jobs. They do plan to stay on in Congress for this term. And Maryland's Attorney General has asked a court in Baltimore to release a report detailing child sexual abuse in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. Brian Frost says the investigation identified 158 priests who are accused of sexually and physically abusing over 600 victims over the past 80 years. Stay with us here at WTLP for more on these developing stories this Friday morning, November 18th, where the time is 1.18. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, let's check in with Ian Crawford this morning at the WTLP Traffic Center. If you're driving, especially in Virginia this morning, keep your favorite heartburn remedy handy because you're probably going to wind up needing it. We are moving, though, once again, outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. Past the overhead sign work after Route 7, it's going to be a single, at least one right lane to get by. Can't confirm whether it's one or two, but at least one right lane should be getting by through the work zone on the outer loop after exit 47. Inner loop work is going to be before 123, getting by single right with very little fanfare. The express lanes, the outer loop from um, the Dulles Toll Road to I-66 shut down for this very same reason, that overhead sign work as you approach exit 49. We will take the ramp to 66 and head out westbound. The extracurricular activities we have westbound on 66 near the Fairfax County Parkway 
We already had a work zone over on the right side, and now we've got crash activity, and I think that's been tucked over on the left side as well. Should be out of the main travel lanes, and we may have a left lane getting by. We've had salvages through this work zone as well. Cannot rule out additional work zone stoppages. On eastbound 66, near 120, near 50, I should say, Fair Oaks, uh, left lane is blocked by that work. And then the long, slow ride from 123 past Nutley Street and past the Beltway heading toward Falls Church now. The wor- the roads the road work is over on the left side. You're getting by a single file to the right. On 395 and on 95, no reported delays, but on the George Washington Memorial Parkway, all northbound traffic coming out of National Airport, still diverting onto the 14th Street Bridge inbound to get around the ongoing crash investigation. The ramp from 395 north to go north on the parkway also blocked. Regency Furniture Spectacular Black Friday sale going on now. Savings up to 60% off store-wide plus special living room, dining room, and bedroom door busters at Regency Furniture's Black Friday sale now. Ian Crawford, W. WTOP traffic. Here over the next couple of days, as temperatures will struggle to stay 10 degrees below average. Our average high temperature this time of year is around 57 on your Friday, going for a high of 48. Rather breezy, and again, wind chills in the 30s to low 40s during the afternoon. Saturday, a high of 45. But Sunday, a frigid day, a high temperature of 39 degrees, wind chills in the 20s. All afternoon, and that's with sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are looking at 36 degrees in DuPont Circle, 33 Germantown, 26 in Annandale. We are now at 32 and holding in our nation's capital, the 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, November 18th. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber, shifting gears, checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend. Coming next on WTOP. Ace Photo and Dominion Camera Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday, November 19th. Join Nikon representative Derek Skaggs in Ashburn as he walks you through the features of the new mirrorless Nikon Z9. Then it's your chance to get your hands on a Z9 for a test drive to see what makes the Z9 the most powerful Nikon ever. Nikon Z62 and Z72 are on Black Friday sale. Get the best Nikon prices on our customer appreciation day. Learn more at acephoto.net. Nikon Inc. Limited warranty included. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Your home, your success. That's something I see on Jennifer Young's newsletters. This is Dave Johnson. Jennifer Young and her team with their marketing will help you get the most out of your home when it's time to sell. Give Jennifer a call at 877-611-SELL or go online to jenniferyounghomes.com. Tell me what homes sell on time. Jennifer Young Homes. What homes sell for more money on Jennifer Young Homes. Go to jenniferyounghomes.com. William Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 122. Good Friday morning, November 18th. Glad you're with us. This is early morning. Welcome in. Go grab the old popcorn. You know we're going to the movies. New this weekend, an interesting and scary film titled The Menu. It's with Anna Taylor-Joy and Rafe Fines, a remote island, an exclusive restaurant, and celebrity chef who treats his food as art. But things get a little strange eventually for the guests. To our male diners, we now offer you the chance to escape. You'll be given a 45-second head start, at which point members of my staff will try and catch you. If they do catch okay. 45 seconds starts now. This morning, film critic Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com with his thoughts on the menu. 
I really enjoyed this film, and I, I, I'm almost worried that the trailer and even that audio tease, while compelling, gives away too much. I want people to go in with as little information as possible. But Ray Fiennes is spectacular as the singular chef. He is a wizard at his craft. He is a very unique storyteller with his work. And it's all about the rich and famous who gather before him to sample the food. It's, this is a kind of a social x-ray of that community, and I think it's very effective that way. But it's just a darn good thriller. And when you've got a great cast, you've got a wonderful ensemble, you know, it, everything's firing mostly all cylinders. I thought it was a little bit too long, and I think some of the uh, satirical points had been made already by the third act, but I, I was wildly entertained by the, the menu. Also new is She Said. It is about two female journalists who dug into the vast sexual crimes committed by former movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. We remember the excellent Oscar-winning journalism movie Spotlight from about 10 years ago. I don't mean to fully compare the two, but are we looking at the same quality film here? You know, not quite, but that's no dig on She Said. It's a very good movie, but that's Spotlight. All the President's Men are sort of at the upper tier. This one gets close, though. And, you know, it's not always easy to capture journalism on the big screen. You know, with Nixon, it was easy because they had so many different compelling characters and, and situations. But here it's all about the shoe leather reporting to get the story and more importantly get the story right and I think the film excels in that arena we get to know these reporters sort of their home life what they're grappling with through the years but through the time but it's also about you know can they wrestle the story out can they get the people who are speaking to them off the record on the record and will Harvey Weinstein throw one more curve at them to make it all go away we know what happened but a good movie can still be compelling and exciting I think this movie really falls directly directly in that category. It's one of my favorite films of the year. I don't think anybody is saying the movie shouldn't have been made, but it must have crossed your mind as you sat there screening it. What about the whole idea of Hollywood making a film about one of Hollywood's most offensive and devastating scandals where the people in the industry keeping quiet, the ones that allowed Harvey Weinstein to continue to be a predator for so long? It's a great point. It's one they don't address directly in the film, but two little caveats. One, Ashley Judd plays herself in this movie. And what a wonderful touch because... She was one of the people directly impacted by Harvey Weinstein, and now she's getting a, a, a justice of sorts by being in the story, showing his downfall, and sort of being triumphant in that way. And also, Brad Pitt is one of the producers of the film, and he was dating Gwyneth Paltrow at the time, and she was, I don't want to say abused, but I know Harvey Weinstein was trying to approach her in a lascivious manner, and Brad Pitt said, you better not, because I'll beat you up. That's a real story, and that's behind the scenes, but it never went beyond that. So the fact that he's making this movie is interesting. Doug and stuff for you to watch this weekend. Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sodas. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Time now to check your money news on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street heads into the Friday session with stocks lower for the week. Federal Reserve officials continue to bang the drum for higher interest rates, warning of more pain to come as they fight inflation. And that's keeping buyers out of the market. Stocks staged a late recovery yesterday, leaving the market just slightly lower. The S&P and Nasdaq fell three-tenths of one percent. The Dow was down slightly. Housing will be back in the spotlight today as we get a reading on October home resales. Analysts are forecasting a more than 6.5% drop from September. Hasbro says there are lots of possible buyers interested in its Entertainment One media business. The toy maker plans to sell most of the unit, whose film and TV library includes titles like Naked and Afraid, 
and invest the proceeds in its other businesses. It will, however, hold on to the children's brand, Peppa Pig. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. My husband struggled with erectile dysfunction for 10 years. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 